Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about enterprise risk management, and we're talking with Mark Beasley, the Deloitte Professor of Enterprise Risk Management at North Carolina State University. Mark, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you. Glad to be here. Mark, tell us a little bit about yourself and this, this enterprise risk management program you have at, at North Carolina State. Okay. Uh, I am, as you mentioned, the, a professor, the Deloitte Professor of Enterprise Risk Management, which means I'm an academic side of the university here at North Carolina State University as a professor in the College of Business. Uh, we launched a center that we referred to as our Enterprise Risk Management Initiative about six years ago, largely as we looked out and saw what was happening not only in the United States but in Europe of a growing trend of thinking differently about how organizations manage risk and as they began to sort of look for an enterprise view of looking at risk from that top-down sort of portfolio perspective, we realized that that had implications for a business school training the next generation of hopefully individuals who will aspire to be business leaders in a chief executive, chief financial officer, chief strategy officer kind of position. So I, I run this ERM initiative as a center within our College of Management, and the, the real mission of our ERM initiative is just to be a thought leader on the emerging topic of enterprise risk management with a particular sort of focus on how enterprise risk management fits into strategy of an organization and then its governance, particularly from a board of director perspective. So what are some of the things that you're doing, Mark, that makes your program or your initiative unique? When we launched our ERM initiative, we were one of the few universities from business school perspective that had really identified this as an emerging topic. Um, what I think makes us unique is we have a very explicit focus not only in graduate education of our students, but it also trickles into our research and then NC State's a land-grant university, which means we have a mission towards reaching out to the business community broadly defined in an extension kind of way. And so this is we're, we're sort of touching all angles of that. Um, and I think when you look at a typical business school, like any sort of university setting, we tend to hire professors who are narrow experts in their field. So typically a business school will have experts in finance, accounting, economics, et cetera, but we don't really pay, sort of get, encourage people to sort of help students connect the fields together like a C-level, CEO-level person has to do. And so I think what's unique is we are trying to help our students really see how all these parts of an organization come together and actually can create risk for an organization that we then need to manage. That's a good point. Now, who are your core students, and what kind of a background do they typically bring to your initiative? Our target students currently are graduate students, primarily graduate students in the business school. That would be MBA students, uh, as well as then other graduate programs we have here, which are our Master's of Accounting, Master's of Economics, as well as we have a graduate PhD program in Economics. We also, though, have students that are coming from outside the College of Management who are here at NC State in a graduate program that's referred to as our financial mathematics program. So it's a more quantitative kind of training that uh, students are in the math and physics and industrial engineering uh, fields are in a graduate program, and they're actually participating in some of these courses as well. They're bringing multiple perspectives because 
some of our students, particularly MBA students, we have both a part-time program and then a full-time. The part-time are usually older students who have worked for several years in organizations that are doing an MBA program on a part-time basis. And then some of the other graduate programs are people who are going back to school after having worked for a while, as well as then we have the more traditional some of the other, like the Masters of Accounting program, might have someone almost in a fifth year of a, a college degree, undergrad, master's combined, which then means we're bringing a lot of different perspectives. The students are coming in from, you know, lots of different experiences and ages and that kind of thing. That's exactly what I wanted. It sounds like an interesting classroom, and you've got a mix of academic background with real business background. Absolutely. And again, the topic is enterprise risk management, which really is trying to get students particularly is what we're working on help them to see if I'm leading an organization from the top of a leadership position whether on management side or on a board I'm going to be having to think about the integration of marketing strategy reputation risk information technology risk confidentiality legal I mean it comes from all angles and so I think by bringing these students with multiple perspectives together, it enriches the class because they're bringing those perspectives into the classroom. And I think they're able to see the reality of of really trying to manage risk from an enterprise view can be quite challenging, and you need that diversity. Sure. Now, after the students leave the initiative, how are they using their skills? It's interesting. You know, enterprise risk management, when you look at the particularly the corporate sector, ERM, I want to make sure people understand, is not a just a for-profit, publicly traded company issue. It applies to not-for-profits, governments, of all sizes of organizations. But the typical situation is in an, uh, an organization that's really trying to think about its risk differently from a more holistic enterprise view, generally the person that's leading that in today's organization has some experience, in essence, some what I would refer to as gray hair, in, you know, more from an analogy perspective, uh, really a seasoned kind of professional. So part of the challenge we have, quite honestly, is helping students not look at taking a course in enterprise risk management as, okay, it's going to lead to my job right after school, because in reality, it's probably not going to lead to a new position necessarily. But what really we're hoping they're seeing is, this is becoming an expected core competency of any person aspiring to be in a management leadership role that is really laying a foundation that has long-term benefit. Now, having said that, we do find, though, that some of our students are finding opportunities because they've been through this coursework, which is, in essence, a series of three different graduate courses. They are being hired by organizations that are could be fairly large. So it could be, for example, um, a... Um, CFO group within an organization might be trying to build a little bit of infrastructure to need some people to help in a deal and launch and train on a risk uh, management process, helping them do risk identification tasks, that kind of thing. Internal audit in large organizations, your really large companies, they're heavily involved in this, as well as a lot of the consulting firms are particularly interested in um, hiring students that have this kind of perspective because they're being asked by a lot of organizations to help them launch a more enterprise view of risk. But really, we try to help our students realize this is almost like taking a core business course like you would take a finance course or an economics course as a part of any kind of graduate program. It's just an expected competency that will round them out and make them more attractive to go into a variety of roles. Mark, a few minutes ago, you talked about developing this program as in response to current business needs. 
How do you see enterprise risk management education evolving to meet changing demands? I think it's going to be, I think business schools are going to feel the pressure more and more as we go, particularly in the current economic crisis that we're, we've, we're, we're experiencing. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of focus, particularly in tar, uh, expectations being placed on senior leadership of all kinds of organizations, including government and not-for-profit, to be more effective in how we manage risk. And then when you think about just the reality of the world we live in today, most would argue that the volume and complexity of risk that organizations deal with today are tremendously higher in volume and more complex than they were, say, 10 years ago. And I would expect that trend to continue as we advance as a society. We're going to get more and more complexity in how we do business. As you look at technology advances and how that's just changed how we think and do business, allowed a lot for globalization, outsourcing, that kind of thing, that the demands to be better at risk oversight are only going to go up. Um, and so I think business schools then are going to be expected to be thinking about how that should affect their curricula as they do not only graduate education but even undergraduate education. And, you know, are we exposing students to better ways of thinking about how to go about managing risk? Well, good follow-up question then. What do you need from the private in the public sectors to help you grow effectively and keep pace with the changing needs? Part of one of the things we, we're trying to do is look to the private and public uh, sectors just to see their thought leadership. I mean, we're, we, as part of our initiative, have a very robust website where we're really trying to be a portal of information for people. And so we learn a lot by seeing the issues that the public and private sectors uh, are facing and then how they're tackling enterprise risk oversight. So it's helpful for us to hear some of the the experiences from organizations that are trying to change how they deal with risk, some of the techniques they're using, so that we can then bring that back to students. Um, we work directly with organizations to try to do that to help them, and that helps in our learning. Um, the other, you know, is as organizations begin to think about how they want to think about risk, it's helpful for us to better understand what do they see as a skill set needed for tomorrow's business school graduate. Um, think of an MBA graduate. What would a person in the public or private sector that's at a more senior level say, these are the issues I deal with daily, help educate the university side of some of the challenges they face and the realities of their job, um, so that we are more in tune with how the world is shifting. And uh, I think that kind of information flow is very helpful. Uh, and so practical ways to do that are to be willing to share the story, uh, help come in. It could be through presentations, workshops, classroom instruction periodically that a person in that kind of position can tap into a, a nearby university and be willing to speak. Um, as well as just to meet with faculty and help them understand the issues. That uh, A lot of it is an information flow. And I, I guess I'd be remiss from a university perspective is to realize we're doing things like this initiative and other universities have other centers like this. They're not necessarily done freely. There are costs associated with it. So support, if an organization says this is a valid issue, we need help, can they help support that financially to, to allow us to push the envelope further? Sure. Mark, one last question for you. If you're going to give advice to someone that's looking to start a career or build a career through enterprise risk management now, what advice would you give to them? 
You know, that's a question we ask, actually. People, there's an emerging sort of position that a lot of organizations are embracing that a very senior-level position that's referred to as a chief risk officer, CRO position. It would be on par with a chief operating officer, chief financial officer kind of position. And we interact with these um, individuals frequently because we have them come in and speak at events that we host. One of the questions I always have for them is, you know, what do you think, what's the skill set needed for someone wanting to aspire to do the kind of work that they do? Now, clearly, technical training and understanding of the basics, like some basics and understanding how a business works, financial as well as strategy, those kind of fundamental concepts are, are critical. Um, but what we often hear is more from a stu- an advice I give to a student is to open their blinders beyond what they see as their specialty. For example, I often am working with accounting graduates and masters in accounting. Uh, an accountant can tend to look at things from more of an accounting, what we refer to as the debits and credits perspective. But what we try to help our students realize is you need to open your horizon. While you're not trained necessarily to be a marketing expert, you're not trained to be an attorney, you're not trained to be a technology, information technology expert, you want to be at least able to understand that world, be knowledgeable, to see the business as a whole. Because enterprise risk management is enterprise-wide. And so I, I have to be willing to and want to embrace and try to understand what's the role of legal, what's the role, role of IT, how does it fit our strategy, where is the organization going long-term. It's that more open-mindedness. And then the other skill that we hear CROs ask for and basically say, gosh, the best skill that you could have is just the common good people. What they We often hear the concept of being a good diplomat, that being a good communicator, someone who can work well with people, because as they're advising and trying to get risk information across an organization, there's a people element skill that's pretty critical that they've got to work with a diverse set of people that are coming at it with a specialty knowledge that maybe the CRO doesn't have that specialty knowledge, but they've got to be able to work with them. So it's, it's that diplomatic kind of um, ability to lead people and communicate um, and articulate their thoughts in an in a understandable way. Um, and that, those are the skills we hear most. That's sound advice. Mark, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Glad to talk to you. We've been talking with Mark Beasley at NC State. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.